So you'll you'll notice that there's no intro music to this uh this episode of the podcast because Brad and the listener, of course, I'm addressing you. In my uh the hard drive I use to create these uh these amazing podcasts that you listen to, I've lost the cable that connects the Western Digital Elements hard drive with all the swinging through Spider-Man assets on to my computer. So I've just got a brick now with music on that I can't <laughs> access, Brad. <laughs> Right, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm so glad that you fucking told me on air. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got to buy a new cable, a Western Digital Elements, <laughs> and it's got like a two pronged USB connection. Almost, it's so unique. I think to it, and so, I, I'd imagine it, it's 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 kind of cable that can carry an awful lot of gigabit. So uh, second, yeah, P P S. Like everything should be fucking USB C by now. I'm fed up of. I feel I feel like micro USB took over my life for a number of years, and now that I've literally have the faintest smell of USB C on like maybe two devices, I'm paying for the blood for anyone that doesn't put it on their next device. It's gonna cost me seven pounds ninety nine to rescue the intro. <laughs> well, to pay that price. Our intro is worth its weight in gold. Yeah, it's a custom-made intro by Birmingham-based musician Rusty Nails. You tried really hard and had to put up with all our bullshit. Like, coming <laughs> back, saying, key change that, key change this. He's a fucking proper musician. Fucking pro. Yeah, exactly. But this is Swinging Free Spider-Man, a proper, proper podcast. It's been a few weeks. A proper Brad podcast that has all of its assets <laughs> lying on a Western Digital Dar Drive. <laughs> I've just had to pay. I've got. I've, I've paid for the uh, the one day delivery because I don't have Amazon Prime. Oh, mate, you should have said something. I don't know if it, I can cancel the order because it went through very quickly on air. <laughs> just, just took your fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a two meter version of the cable. It was thirty centimeters before, so I've got a, a really long cable now. <laughs> so, uh, so, so you can uh, you can edit. The podcast yeah. from two meters away now. From a distance, mate. It's a, <laughs> a long range podcast. But of course, this is Swinging Free Spider. And Brad, it's been a while uh, for very good reason. You are on your engagement moon. I saw, uh, I think that's a, a rather, I don't know if it's a unique thing. I mean, I mean, you describe that? If, to be honest with you, it's it just a holiday. It was just a very, very nice holiday to get well, away from everyone. That's not bullshit. what uh, you had hashtagged. For exposure on Instagram, you had engagement moon hashtag, so this was a movement. Hey, I didn't hashtag anything, that was the missus. Okay, well, you're one and the same now, you joined? Not yet, not, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a ring on her finger, I ain't got one on mine. But I guess it's uh, a congratulations is in order, and uh, you fit, you seem a lot better than you were last time, so the health, you know, we, we framed it as, you know, it's a, a break for your health, not that I'd forgotten that you were going on holiday. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, Brad, we are back. We're back with issue 71. We are in the midst of the Stone Tablet saga, something we are probably never going to to end up resolving, if I'm <laughs> completely honest. <laughs> and what? why is that? I don't know. It just seems like it genuinely seems like we have been stuck on this saga forever. <laughs> it, it it feels as though the first issue was a non-mover, and then the second issue was just sort of like I oh, know it's just there to just show off. It's a big thing. It's a big thing, and I just feel like I don't know what Spider-Man was like before this, and I'm scared of what he'll be after. Forever changed, mate. 
but the kingpin was involved. His wife come and saved him. Spider-Man's got this stone tablet. No one knows what it does. And because no one knows what it does or what it's worth, it's worth a lot because everyone's assuming things about it. But it's in Spider-Man's possession. He's now a criminal because apparently he was working with the kingpin to steal the stone tablet. A lot has gone on. It's a, You need to go back and listen to the last <laughs> a, two or three. It's a whole thing. I it is a whole, it's a saga. I feel envious for the people that pick this up later on because I'll be able to like listen to it in quick succession. Meanwhile, the people that are up to date and listening week to week, this has been dragged out for them as well. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> but it, you know, we're back on track now. I do have a, a, a big fucking Halloween thing and it's probably not going to be as deep as I described it to you, Brad, because if this cable doesn't come in time, I'm fucked. <laughs> But I do think there is potential for a Halloween special. Oh, I do like the sounds of that. I do like some spooky Spider-Mans. And obviously I can't tell you anything about it, but I have read the issue that we'll be doing. It is so out of fucking whack, but it is just so good. It's like an 18-rated Spider-Man. Oh, fucking fantastic. There's death. There's death. There's a lot of death. Yeah, but to be fair, if you're Peter Parker, you're just surrounded by death full stop anyway. No, this is like... Graphic, graphic Ooh. death, and it's set during the Stone Tablet Saga. Oh, okay. So it's running alongside us. It's an alternate, and if you know, you know. Because if you know, you know. You and if you know, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it because this will be very funny, and hopefully, we can pay you back for the. It seems like years we've been away. It does, but it hasn't. It. It's been two weeks. <laughs> which is an incredible long time in like podcasting world. In, but, po- in no, podcast years. <laughs> yeah, in Peter's it's like ten like dog, dog years. Dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, we we've got we'll do something to kind of I don't we don't need to make up for it. You're not paying for the podcast, but I feel like yeah, fuck you, we good. do this for free. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be good to do something. Like there you go. We're back we're we're all right now. Shake hands. Sorry. And we're also because I don't know about you, but Halloween is my month. Well, it will happen directly after we do the Halloween special because I'm going to the American Midwest for two weeks, which means no output. It's dead. <laughs> Sorry, lads. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I've got to have a vacation. But Brad, we're on issue 71 of The Amazing Spider-Man. We don't know where we are. Shall we jump straight back in? Let's dive in. Well, actually, I do know where we are because the last time, if you remember, J. Jonah Jameson had a stroke slash heart attack slash panic attack slash something happened that put him down. Ned Leeds, his kind of head reporter, leaned in and said he's got no pulse. Spider-Man bailed at that news. <laughs> bailed doesn't even begin to describe how hardly he turned tail. <laughs> so this is in the aftermath. What was, <laughs> what was that game? Oh, man, I swear there's a game. I think it's like God of War. Yeah, God of War, you know, when you just press a button and you literally just like turned completely around. You can do the 180 turn in Resident Evil 4 by holding down down on the stick and pressing circle. You just got famous out of there, man. That's what I'm talking about. Just like literally instantly. <laughs> <laughs> like one frame he's turning left. The next frame he is right. Yeah, he's gone straight out of there. But no, in the aftermath of this, Spider-Man has retreated to his apartment, the one he shares with Harry Osborn. He's covered in shame because he genuinely thinks he may have killed J. Jonah Jameson. And he did. He picked him off the floor, started screaming at him, which is Jameson's worst fear, basically. So he's not in a great state. Really isn't. I think when you really think about the uh, 
because we, we we know why Jameson hates Spider-Man. We know that he hates him because he reminds Spider-Man about how shit JJ really is, like how much of a, a horrible man he is. So I think for for a scare, it's sort of like you've got the the level of oh my god, I've been saying all this shit about Spider-Man, like, and now he's at my door, like, yeah. actually picking me up. This man that can easily scr- crush my skull he's picking me up and he is shouting at me and he's actually being a menace. And then the next layer of that is like, if this man that is actually a good man can do this to me, then what does that make me? Oh dear. Brad, you're, you're a very deep thinker, underrated, uh, underrated comic book philosopher. Well, I do like to do the deep cuts. The Joker film will be like putty in your hands. You'll be able to dissect it and analyze I really can't wait. I just, I've seen it. Tw- I've seen it twice, and yet I've seen it none. And I have a movie pass. I can go and I could. I could watch it all fucking day if I wanted to. But see, just- here's the thing. I've seen it twice. You can see it for free. Well, I say free. You can see it at any time you want, and you'll like it more than me. And I've seen it more than you. And I've probably seen it more than you will end up seeing it. It's so depressing. Which, that's painful. It's not, that's, that's very painful. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk about it on here. No, because really if I talk can't. about it, I can't talk about it because I will be, I'll be, people find my address, I'll drag me out, and I'll be killed. Yeah, and then they'll use the move to justify what they did. Yeah, they'll be like, I didn't have sex, I was really angry. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to jam because of it. <laughs> I wonder how many murders have been committed over the, no, I'm not going to finish that soon. Precisely none and precisely zero will. Well, we both that's, know that's that. My- Old prediction. <laughs> we know that's false. No, but you haven't even seen it. You can't comment. I, 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 you, I didn't finish my sentence. You don't know what the thought was. Okay, I, I'm sorry for assuming. I've learned, Brad. Come by art in peace. I've learned not to assume. That's a, a philosopher got. That's uh-huh. my goal. Well, you know, they say about assuming. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping back in. Spider-Man has assumed he's killed J. Jonah Jameson, which leads him to then assume that he is an actual menace. That was a fantastic segue. That was fucking 10 out of 10. <laughs> Not only, right, is he stressed about that, he's got the fucking stone tablet, hot property, mate, stolen property, in his possession, in the flat. Yeah, not just in his flat, because... <laughs> he's took no care in hiding this stone tablet. He's not he's not put it in a jumper and then put it in the bottom of his closet. He's not done anything like that. It's just on his bed. It's like in fucking greaseproof paper slumped on his floor. <laughs> I think it should definitely be in greaseproof paper considering a couple of episodes ago, I predicted that it's just the Colonel's 11 herbs and spices inscribed on it. Well, Brad, as we know, the one thing about greaseproof paper is it's the most obviously greasy paper because because the, the grease is just big it's, spots. it's on the paper. Like it's there. It's, 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 just it's not going through. You can see it. <laughs> like, don't, it doesn't fool me, mate. Can't, it makes the grease look worse. It does. If if anything, you'd want the paper to absorb the grease. Just make it look like a normal paper. That's that's what we have to do. But no, yeah, you can see right through it. I can see right through it, Brad. See for its lies. For the idea of grease through paper, but that is what the stone tablet seems to be wrapped up in. It's hot property. It's in a shared apartment, shall we add? And Spider-Man isn't thinking straight. Peter Parker is not thinking straight either because he's the same person. So 
he's kind of caught off guard when his flatmate Harry Osborn walks in. I think we should uh, to clarify that Spider Man is is currently donning all of his outfit, barring his gloves, mask, and upper torso. As and what has happened with the upper torso is he's thrown it to the other side of the apartment, which is where Harry Osborn would naturally go if he walked in at any moment, which he has done. Yeah, it's just Spider-Man's just super frustrated at the moment, isn't he? He genuinely believes that he's, uh, he's killed JJ. So he throws his Spider-Man costume out of pure frustration. Just... <laughs> I can't... I, really, I do kind of feel for him. He's just... He's having a tough time at the moment. He just let off a little bit of loot, a little bit of steam, and managed to kill a fucking... What's the, what's the generation before boomers? The daddy boomers, because you have daddy the baby. Bo- <laughs> <laughs> no, they were called, the, the correct term is the golden generation, which I think is very... Yeah, that's that's not... That's very, <laughs> very pumped up. That is, you know, if you've called yourself the golden generation, you need to get off your ass, I think. <laughs> I don't care how many wars you fought and won. <laughs> <laughs> I care about the generation you birthed. It is a measure for uh, for what you actually hold value to. Anyway, this is going <laughs> totally off. <laughs> this is, that, that, that blew me then, Brad. It's not like my mind just like popped across my room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that doesn't sound like a, that sounds like the health break has done you no favours. Because I'm still ill. It's, it's been a month. I should go see the doctor. But as much as we brag about the NHS on this, it is also very, very shit. Did I, did, did I tell you? Oh man! Don't so, get into it. No, Do not get into it. No, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna tell you. I, I went to the doctors, right? I had tonsillitis and I had like flu and I had vertigo at the same time. So I said to her, "Look, I have. I don't even know if I told you on the previous podcast. I said to, I said to her, look, I have vertigo caused by the flu.' And she's like, "Right, I'll give you tablets for the vertigo, but none for the flu. You can ride that out. It's been." A fucking month. I still have the flu. <laughs> that's not. A, that's not good news, Brad. It's very much not. And now that's I'm saying good news. I'm, I'm fairly certain I already vented about this last episode. So I'm sorry for anyone that's <laughs> anyone who's hearing this back to back is just listening to me moan and cough and whinge and snivel. So anyway, carry this, on. This Harry, Harry walked be... in. Harry walks in, luckily the lights are off, but Peter has to jump onto the wall, web up the costume before Harry turns the light on. And of course, when he turns the light on, Pete emerges kind of like sleepy in a dressing gown that he's hastily thrown on and his little Spider-Man boots are smoking out of the <laughs> but he know- He's fully aware of that, but he knows the danger he's put himself in, thinking, I've got to get out there now to keep you know, stop him being suspicious because of the fucking stone tablet and Spider-Man costume that happens to be in the other room. But also, if he looks down, I am done. That's that's. You could do away with that, man. You could just be like, yeah, yeah, Spider-Man PJs. Cool, ain't it? Just take the time for self-care, skincare routine, whack your fucking dressing gown on, take your damn socks off. <laughs> just chill. You're in the comfort of your own home, man. You can you can let loose. Like you know, I can't trust people who wear trainers in their own home. But it is a very good reveal because you see him kind of jumping around, slapping on the dressing gown, uh, running out, and then at the last, it's the last panel where it says, "Oh, it's it's he's got the Spider-Man feet still on." This is Spider-Man feet. 
It's like Rorschach when he's like, give me back my face. <laughs> get, give me back my feet. <laughs> Who's the... Um, that's right, that's right. Sesame that's Street right, character right, that really lives in the beard. By the feet. <laughs> that's neat. That's neat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what's that about? Sesame Street. Because <laughs> you don't know if that guy in Sesame Street, the one who lives in the bin, has legs. So, like, he would, <laughs> no, no, he no, would no, he... scream, give me back my legs. The, the, the bin is not somewhere he lives. It's part of him. What? It's like, no. a, it's like a snail. Oh. Oh, that's sick. Could, could you imagine? It'd be like a fucking, like a garbage Pokemon. <laughs> Every one is trubbish. Oh, man. I just stopped. Stopped. Looking after we Jimmy. can't keep spinning on tangents. We've we spinned on one. We can't, man. We <laughs> that was a that was a third uh, that was a third generation tangent. That was. <laughs> it spinned off the spider feet tangent to the fucking dickhead who lives in a trash bin to what Pokemon's are made of rubbish. And there's a few. There's a lot. There's more Pokemon than necessary that are made out of rubbish. First, you got you got Grimer and Muck, <laughs> which are rubbish. <laughs> then you got Coughing and Wheezing, which are space trash. Then you've got Trubbish and whatever Garbodon or whatever evolves out of him. You've got a fair few that are made out of just shite. So, look, um, Spiderfeet and Harry Osborne putting his coat back, you know, making sure he's not being found out. Carry on. <laughs> well, Harry Osborne recounts his evening. He says, hang on a minute. Um, I've had a good time. You know, I'm enjoying myself. But you're not there. You're not with Gwen. You, you're not living your life. Um, so what's up with that? I mean, it seems like you need a shrink because if you're too busy for Gwen, you know, you would need a shrink. Who would be too busy? And then Pete, he just falls into himself. He's like, you know, ah, oh, yeah, you know, okay, I get what you mean. He's just trying to fob Harry off. And Harry goes, I'm hitting the hay. Leaves Pete to think about how shit his life is. <laughs> I was about to say because because could you imagine how how fucking fast Peter's heart is pumping right now? Like because he's 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 just been in a fit of rage, throwing his uniform across the fucking room, thinking he's killed JJ. It's like fuck's sake, Spider Man. It's got me in so much fucking trouble again. Why am I so unlucky? This is his fucking motto. And then suddenly Harry bursts through the fucking room. He's just he's had to like. Get get his um, dressing gown back on, like some sort of fucking, you know. I don't even know, but <laughs> and now he's like, <laughs> I've just realised that my spider feet are out, and now on top of all this, it's just like, right, let's lower the tone. My life is actually fucked. Like, <laughs> I'm already having trouble as Spider Man, like usual, but now here comes the trouble as Peter Parker. <laughs> here comes the trouble. I can't pay for Aunt May's bills. Um, I'm constantly getting away from discovery by the skin of my teeth. Um, I don't see my girlfriend ever. Is and she's a really good girlfriend. Is she? I never girlfriend? see her. Yes, yes, at least. I've, I've, I'm happy to like lay that on the line. Mm. I would say yes. It's a vague yes, but I'll take it. Yeah, you've got to. You have to run with it. And uh, it looks like it kind of seems from what Harry's saying that Mary Jane might be his girlfriend. Well, they're both redheads. They make they make one good Ron Weasler. <laughs> but yeah, of course, Peter's sad. He thinks about how he can get out of this. He thinks, hey, okay, first things first, let's sort out the problems. I need to get money because I need to help Aunt May out. So he decides to head to the Bugle 
to sell the photos he got of the kingpin a few issues ago when right, right, they had a, right. They had a I can tell you exactly one reason why that's a bad idea and why that won't fucking work. You've literally just put your boss in hospital. If you literally you think he's dead, <laughs> you'll be very surprised by the payoff here. You'll be so, it works so naturally as well, Brad. But we'll we'll carry on. He wants to sell the crime scene photos of the kingpin and praise that someone is around to buy. I'm just imagining them. Going back to fucking Pokemon, but on a bit of a slight edge. You know the fucking surprise Pikachu meme? Like, nope. <laughs> like, you know the one where he's just like, his, his face is like, oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. So he goes goes to the view, he's like, fucking goes to sell his his, his photos. And he's like, someone says, oh, JJ's not here. And he's just like, Peter's like, oh, yeah. Shock. <laughs> <laughs> in theory it shouldn't end well but again this has a really good payoff and i don't it, it works so naturally it's like everything has come together to work but pete develops these photos and he's surprised at how good they look they're, they're sharp they're clear and better yet they show that spider-man has no connection to the kingpin because spider-man is in the images slapping about the kingpin ah oh, that's fantastic but of course he realizes i also, I also love the fact that he's uh developing the photos in in his little lab that he somehow has in his, in his cupboard, like it's on the door. It's <laughs> <laughs> just in there with like fucking Christmas decorations. But also revealing, he does say that Joan J. Jonah Jameson's in the hospital, so he's really like betting, hoping that Joan Jameson hasn't like died in his sleep. <laughs> he's just really hedging his bets there. There's, there's more riding on it than just a prison sentence at this point. But Brad, we can't jump to answers right away because we've got more questions. And the question we have to answer is, who is this bloke running at Mac fucking speed through the streets of New York? He knocks about newspapers as he goes past. The newspaper vendor like leans out of the hut and goes, hey, it's like a hurricane. It's in no the, hurricane, in the, mid, Brad. in the middle of New York? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's no hurricane, Brad. It is the mutant known as Quicksilver. Ah, Quicksilver. Okay. Da, da, da. You've seen him in the MCU for 30 seconds and not because he's fast, because he fucking was on screen for 30 seconds. Oh, well, that's not the Quicksilver. <laughs> was literally on feet. Yeah, he was on screen for 30 seconds because he got fucking killed. Oh, rinsed completely. So up. he is the Quicksilver not- you're thinking of. <laughs> no, no, not not a uh, not a mutant, though. Just to let you know. Yeah, you can't, a- the, MCU, the you can't call him a special yeah, individual. There you go. Special individual. Can't say yeah. mutant because apparently Fox has copyrighted the word mutant. Not shake fist with Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> 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 he, can't, he can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But yeah, he's in the Fox universe as Quicksilver. And I don't think he dies. I don't watch the X Men films, so I can't tell you. But he's in one of them and he's funny. It's the guy from. Uh, American Horror Story seasons one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, I think eight as well. Yeah, he's been in all of them. Is uh, yeah, Boy Learner. In, yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's in he's in most, if not all of them. But he was Quicksilver. But no, Quicksilver here first appearance in the comics, and because it's his first appearance in the comic in the Spider-Man comic, it has to tell you what he's all about over the next four pages. <laughs> oh, fucking out origin story. <laughs> no, it's not even an origin story. It just says. It goes really quick. Okay, I hope everyone will understand. I need to find the Avengers. 
here's why I need to find the Avengers. I hope you all understand. Beginning from the moment that Magneto's Island, who's he, uh, fortress was destroyed. I and Wanda, of course, the Scholar, which managed to escape together with, and I really feel bad about saying this, but it's a way it said, with the misshapen Toad. Toad, of course, is a mutant. That's (laughs) fucking evil. So rough. So basically, he's come to New York to find the Avengers and to explain everything that's gone on because basically he wants a place to live. That that's it. He just wants a place to crash. He just wants a Yeah, I think he wants I think he wants a free paycheck, some good food, and a, a place to crash. <laughs> but he's dragged Wanda and Toad with him, which is like if you really don't like people jumping across your border, you're gonna be very angry with this. <laughs> Because A, he's brought his, his sister and some other fucker. I was about to say, like, <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't imagine um, Quicksilver clinging onto the bottom of a HGV, could you? Who, is, who would be the most racist Avenger? Who would be the one to tell him? Like, there's not enough room. <laughs> you, you take my job as well. It'd be Hawkeye. Probably, uh, it wouldn't be Hawkeye. No, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't be. be. Ca- Captain America would welcome him in. Right, right. I'm going to throw this for, out there. For, I okay, it'd be four. Yeah. Oh my God! You said it as well. <laughs> yeah. I reckon it's four because he's, he's from a different era, man. It's just it's just like you could look at you look at him and be like, it's from, it's not from around here. It's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and if he gets that a lot, people are just gonna. He's not gonna learn. You know what I mean? And in the boys' comic, of course, the pastiche of superhero business, I guess the four the version their version of four, who's called Stormfront, is racist. Oh, there so we it, go. It fits. It fits. It fits. But I, dig- <laughs> I digress. That Quicksilver has come to find the Avengers. He's running around New York City. He's brought his sister and Toad for some reason. But no, he says uh, he- he's worried about Wanda's feeling. Wanda Maximoff, of course, the Scarlet Witch. He's worried about the new life that they- they'll need to find after Magneto's Island was destroyed. And for some reason, like they've got this this spaceship thing and they're speaking emotionally outside and toad just like lifts up the lid and starts speaking to him and like why why would they out of everyone they could save and bring with them why him (laughs) the thing is is that like whilst the oil is blowing up and that like you'd look down at toad who already looks like a puddle of a man (laughs) and he just i just slowly put a rock on him <laughs> you know what I mean? Just very slowly, just close that door. Just we, they, we couldn't, we couldn't save him. Meanwhile, he's just there, like, <laughs> like in the X Men film, in the first one, he's not like that awful. He, he's got the little goggles and he's a bit green. And he can slap stuff with his tongue and spit acid. But you've got to think about Toad's normal life. Is that? Yeah, oh, but the he, thing the thing is, is he can't digest things, surely. But the thing is, is though in that in that um, <laughs> I think I think the thing is about like, that X Men movie with that Toad is he just looked like every other <laughs> like every drummer from every new metal band at the time. <laughs> so like we was exposed to that kind of image anyway. <laughs> so it was nothing new. Where is this Toad? <laughs> he looks like uh, I don't know, man. He looks like. Every oh, it, every is the hills have eyes. Yes, yes, that's the that's the way I would put it. He does look like he has numerous cancers across his skin. So you've got Pietro, who is Quicksilver, and Wanda, who is the Scarlet Witch, and they look like quite heroic. And they've all got to basically prove the whole 
crux of this is they have to prove that they're not evil because they're connected with Magneto. They have to prove their innocence. And you've got Toad leaning... These two look quite heroic. And you've got Toad leaning out the cockpit going on. Ah, guys! guys. fucking evil! (laughs) fucking evil! You left the AC on! (laughs) It dries out my throat! (laughs) Guys! So Pietro, being a hero, leaves his sister alone with with Toad. You you wouldn't do that. I you know, know he's you, fast. You know Toad's the kind of geezer when you leave him alone for two seconds and he runs out of something to say. He's just like, "You want to see my Yu-Gi-Oh card?" <laughs> <laughs> I think it's worse than that. It's like, "Wonder, uh, you know, I'm not gonna touch you, but could you now your brother's gone? Could you stamp on my dick?" <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, I mean, you can kill me. It's fine. In fact, if you could do it, that'd uh, be fantastic. <laughs> just, just, uh, just help me. Well, Quicksilver runs to the. We, we thankfully are not treated to that scene. Uh, <laughs> oh, do it again! Oh, do it again! Oh, do it Please again. just kill me! <laughs> fucking stamping his cock out <laughs> like it's the beginnings of a fire. Look, like she's stone cold Steve Austin, and he's trapped in the ropes <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> oh. Quicksilver runs to the Avengers HQ. He knows he's unlimited time. He cannot leave Toad and wander alone. That's that's a brave move, to be fair, because I'd imagine that the Avengers are just kill on sight. Like, yeah. like someone <laughs> someone enters the Avengers Tower, it's just like instant d- dismissal. Like, let's not get it twisted. One Toad's a deviant, but he's, he doesn't seem like a malicious deviant. He just he just wants love. But B, you've got the most powerful fucking woman on the earth, and someone who's annoying at like left alone. He's, he's gonna get his fucking molecules rearranged. <laughs> I feel like if the Avengers were to react to Quicksilver entering the building, it would be like, ah, oh, you know, this very handsome man. You should have stopped and spoken to him. Where if, if Toad entered the building and just executed him, it'd be like. No, no, no! You, he was trespassing. Like you, you did, you did what you needed to do. <laughs> well, unfortunately for Quicksilver, the Avengers aren't in. I think that's quite lucky because if he came in, you know, Captain America would happily have him aboard. Iron Man would be like, "Yeah, you could come aboard." Everyone's like, "Yeah, new, new Avengers. That's cool. We we need more. We need more roster members. You know, we need squad depth here." And four will be asking for the passports. Like he needs the proof. He just needs proof. I just, I, I'm just saying, it's a birth certificate <laughs> would be nice. It's just, <laughs> just you know, I, I don't make the laws. I just need to make sure he's allowed to work <laughs> in the US. It's just, it's just a thing. <laughs> he leaves the Avengers HQ dra- downtrodden. He can't prove his innocence to the most powerful team about. So there's not much going on. Luckily, as he's walking off. He spots a Daily Bugle special about the villainous Spider-Man. And in and in that moment, he finds an opportunity to f- prove his innocence. I'll catch Spider-Man. So it's, it's, a, it's a good good workaround. What's quite funny, though, is that it's like a wagon going down the street, like a truck. And it's a, it's the paper boy chucking stuff out the back, like the papers. One of them hits Quicksilver, and he just screams like, Am I, who dare, am I attacked? Am I attacked? <laughs> 
<laughs> not even who's attacking me. It's not even. It's, <laughs> am I attacked? It's like surely you should be able to know whether or not if you are attacked, you should. That is a, <laughs> that is definitely a rhetorical. Ex- you can't answer that rhetorical question. You, there is nothing. <laughs> it's not even a. It's it's not even it's a, a question. It's a statement. Yeah. <laughs> Why is there a question mark? <laughs> am I attacked? Who's answering that? This <laughs> this is ridiculous. In fact, in fact, I want to know who he's reminiscing with. You know, <laughs> when he turns around and he's just like, <laughs> he's just turned around and he's just like, now to tell you what happened. <laughs> you know, the guy, the, the guy in the paper stand that he ran past. Could you just imagine yeah. if he's just like, guy, I don't know who you are or where you come from. I don't even give a shit. But you gotta pay for those papers, <laughs> guy. I don't know where you came from, but you need you need to fuck off back there. <laughs> he just takes out a fucking revolver. Like this is the danger of not being a citizen with no nation. Like, like you have no documents. There, there is nothing. <laughs> like, where, where does he, where does he even get sent back to? But I would imagine if you're a superhero, like the world's pretty much your oyster. You can just go wherever. He's finding it pretty hard to to do anything, though. <laughs> it, it's hard to do anything fully legally. Well, what will happen? I'll say, okay, hypothetically, he gets Spider Man. He catches Spider Man. He brings him to the authorities. The authorities would lock them both up. <laughs> you're on US soil without a permit. Then they'll go find Scarlet Witch, who is plastered toad all over an island. <laughs> Toad's just like, oh, it feels so good. <laughs> just let me know when you put me back together, Sife. He's <laughs> <laughs> never gonna get put back together. Never. But yeah, um Peter Parker heads to the Daily Bugle, and because Jay Jonah Jameson is down and out recovering in hospital, Joe Robertson, the good guy, has taken over editorial duties. He's gonna come in there and clean up Brad. Luckily for him, his first meeting is with Peter Parker, who's just bursting through the doors, and Robertson is blown away by Peter Parker's photos. Because if you know Joe Robertson, he's been struggling with you know his son's rebellion because he knows his son's rebellion. He was involved in the protest, his son Randy. He knows in his heart of hearts that his son was trying to do the right thing and has been arrested for it. But he also knows maybe that's not the thing to do. But then he knows this is how I was when I was a kid, so he's a bit confused. And he's um, he's more pissed off that his son has been arrested because these pr- protests was they were grouped in it with the law, kingpin. They were saying their protest was yeah. lawful, but they were grouped in with the kingpin as well. They, they the the police said, you know, you are you're in cahoots. You must be in cahoots. So, so these these, fo- these photos clear his son's name as well. Exactly. So he's struggling with that. Peter Parker comes in, and goes, "I've got these photos for you. Um, you know, I hope Jay Jonah Jameson's good, but." I, I mean, we could make this. This could be good like, for both of us. Just, just glaze right over it. <laughs> just, you know, do you know JJ's in hospital? Oh, is he? Oh, anyway. Well, Robertson's like, oh, he's all right. Nothing serious. He's handling it. Oh, these are, oh, these are dynamite photos, Peter. Whoa, Jesus. And he's coming from the heart. The photos are good. The photos are really good because Pete's, you know, I don't know how he's mangled it, but they're, they're really good photos. They're clear, they're crisp, they're a proper news story because it clears Spider-Man's name, clears the name of the protesters and dumps all the blame on the kingpin. 
So Joe Robertson's amazed. He could he can run an entire newspaper stress free for a day because of Peter Parker. So Peter Parker gets the check, man, and the check the makes guap. him vibrate, mate. The eyes he's got like <laughs> he's got like eyelashes and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but the photos that you can see the photos above, and they're like yeah, golden. They're, they are very good. They're very good photos. To be fair, I was <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> I was, story. I was wondering what they was gonna look like. You know. <laughs> when when he was developing them, because I was just like, how can photos be so clear that they clear everyone's name? <laughs> but these are pretty damn good. It's it's almost like Peter's just like, oh man, if this if this is a check that I get, I'll stop cleaning my my lens with Vaseline more often. <laughs> like, it's, it's a, what did he do different? It's the entire story of what happened. You got Spider Man fighting off the Kingpin, the Kingpin knocking out Spider Man, the Kingpin setting off the gas, the Kingpin walking up and marching <laughs> off with a tablet under his arm. It's like a children's book of the, <laughs> my, of the event. My first kingpin heist. Yeah. <laughs> the hungry, hungry cockney. <laughs> but the photos are so good that they order a rewrite of the current newspaper to slap in those photos. And Robertson's angry. He's like, Parker, what are you what are you moaning about? Is that check not big enough? And Peter Parker is moaning because the check is so big. He can't fucking hold it. It's one of them, <laughs> one of them comical ones. <laughs> what he says is, this is the most bread I've seen in years. <laughs> Man, he earned that nickname Whitey a couple of issues back. <laughs> Milk roll. <laughs> well, Ned Leeds and Betty Brant are looking past, and I'm like, oh, he's really happy. And the picture is them looking out, and this guy's just waving a chick above his head. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's doing that all the way to the bank just check you know, in hand arm stretched right out fucking just waving that fella about i was praying that the next panel would be quick silver like blowing past and i'm like check fox off, fox off. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't but spider-man has the uh confidence things are looking up he can give harry the rent you can send Aunt May for a holiday. You can pay the bills. It's all sorted thanks to those photos. You can keep it up. He can it's give good. he can give Harry the rent. Like like Harry actually needs that fucking pocket change. Like he needs it. <laughs> but he gives him the confidence to kind of, you know, things are looking up. I, I can sort stuff out. So he thinks about what's going on and thinks, major issue, that stone tablet. How do I get rid of that stone tablet? I give it to someone else. Clever. <laughs> okay. So this tablet is really hot property. It's a stolen item. It can't really be given to anyone else because to give it to someone else, no matter who they are, <laughs> is to kind of pass the book. Like, you don't just find the stone tablet. So what does he do? He flies straight through the window of George Stacy, barely introduces himself. George Stacy turn, turns around and says, "Oh, who's there? Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> he says, it's Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Mate, stolen tablet. Here you go. I know how you, you're gonna know how to sort it. Don't worry. Goes. <laughs> he doesn't even stop to have a conversation. Just says this. It, it, it almost looks like he jumps in one window, runs across his desk, <laughs> and jumps <laughs> out the, the window on the other side. George like, Stacy, like, like, come back, like, like, come back. Like, do you remember? Do you remember that that tech demo of uh, Spider-Man Four when he'd run through an entire building and then pop out the other side? Like, it's that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that. And he just ends up swinging through the city again. 
like, like George Stacy just like, well, Spidey, I have several questions. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> he's got straight out the window, and and Spider-Man says, "Okay, this is he's too smart. If I speak too much, he's going to cotton on to who I am." But it's still very funny how he's chucked the most valuable item in the city onto this guy's desk. In another world, this could make him like an accessory to the crime. Yeah, he d- the thing is, he knows that's, that Stacey's on the up and up, which is obviously how come he gave him the tablet in the first place. So, but if you were to randomly turn up with a stone tablet and go, give him the cock and ball story of how Spider-Man gave it to me, he'd be like, okay. You know, no, 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 no. To- right, here's, here's, here's the way to solve this. Here is the way to solve this. So he's obviously gone back to the apartment. He's had time to chill because he's, che- he's cashed his check. He's gone back to the apartment, picked up the tablet. He could have wrote a note attach it to the tablet, explain himself, what happened, well, as well as copies of the photos to basically clear his name from the police because Judge Stacey's like, fucking top dog at the police so he can literally just give like one phone call like, ah, oh, Spider-Man's no longer as wanted as he was. So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. assuming that that, Spy- that that Peter Parker didn't think for two fucking seconds <laughs> just to write a fucking quick sticky note to be like, yo, this is what happened. <laughs> I've got the stolen tablet for you. I know. I think you know how to return it. Maybe now the police will believe I only took it to keep it safe, just for a few moments. And that's it. That's the that's, conversation. That's Other it. than hi and see ya. And you, you only have my word to go for on that. <laughs> the, the words of 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 a bloke that's literally just broken entered your house. He reverse stole. He reverse. Stole. <laughs> he stole something and then pushed. The, he, he stole it for George Stacy. He's like stole it for you. <laughs> George Stacy's just like nothing was stolen here other than my heart. <laughs> well, Spider Man leaves and he's quite confident. Jameson's alive. He's not a murderer. He's got money in the pocket and he got the tablet away. So, you know man, what? You know what I'm taking from this, man. If you take a moment when you have issues, when you have problems, if you take a moment to just think about what what's going on, take orga- stock. organize yourself, and then you know turn those problems into manageable actions, and then things things look up pretty quickly. That's Spider Man. That's what he's done. That's, that's, that's what good, he's done. That's and a good look, thing. Look about, how yeah. quickly it's turned around for him. So I've got I've got spending money in my pocket. Um, oh, man, I'm gonna spend it. I reckon Spider Man's going to go into Five Guys. But as he goes to spend that big chunk of change, he's Spider Man's. His Spidey sense goes off, and he says he does the explanation. He's like, "Wait a minute, my Spidey sense is tingling, and that only happens when danger's near." Um, before you can even think, <laughs> just in case you've just you've just <laughs> picked up this comic. <laughs> how old Spider? Can... How old Spider Man now? In the... uh, nine, nineteen twenty. No, was... no, 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 not his actual age. I'm on about how old is the comic at this point? Oh, it must be a few, it's a few years. I don't know where, maybe 70 this come out, 69. Okay. It's a f- two, few years. But um, <laughs> as, as, the, as the, uh, the web rope comes out his hand, as he slings the web and sticks to a building and, you know, uses momentum to swing off, that web rope is cut by Quicksilver sprinting up the building. And he's got not even got a moment to think, Spider-Man. He's like falling and going, oh, that guy is moving so fast that it cut my webbing, which means I'm uh, I'm falling down. And Quicksilver stands on top of this building where it's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you fall. I've just got to, I've just got to capture you. Got to bring you to justice. <laughs> and Spider-Man's just like, Quicksilver. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> if you need me to sponsor you for a B1 tour, B2 tourist visa, <laughs> I can do that. 
but this is just not the way to go about it. Man, he could even take the photo. <laughs> yeah, he could. Um... <laughs> let me just Spider-Man... let me just take off this Vaseline on the lens. Seems to work a hell of a lot better when it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's covered in sweat and fear. Spider-Man catches himself and they, they fight at street level because Spider-Man, as we know, will not be taken for a dickhead by anyone, Brad. No, no, not at all. He'll always give at least as good as he gets. But of course, he can't really land a punch on Quicksilver because Quicksilver's far too fast. And to add something, mate, Quicksilver's punches are really strong and they're really fast. Well, when was the last time that Spider-Man actually tussled with a superhero? Yeah, this this is true. Like he, when he had a fight with someone who isn't just like geared up through machinery or something. Yeah, the Kingpin is like he's super strong. Yeah, but he's still just a dude. He's still just a, a very very strong man. Whereas Quicksilver, he's a super mutant. He's you know traveling at the speed of fucking sound, slapping just- man's jaw. He just wants to beat Spider-Man. Quicksilver's got a lot to lose. He needs to bring Spider-Man to justice to prove himself worthy to the Avengers. I like how he could have went to literally any fucking group, any any fucking group of of superheroes, and he decided, you know where we're best for Toad to live? New York. He won't be ridiculed here. <laughs> if he is, we can just kick him down a manhole. <laughs> I keep him down there. They're just like, there's many bridges for him to live under. It'll be fine. He can create his own species. <laughs> He'll be happy here. <laughs> it's just open up and it's dark and you hear grunting and he's just mating with chewing gum. Ah! <laughs> nah, chewing gum's got more structure than Toad has. <laughs> but Spider-Man can't touch Quicksilver. And look, Spider-Man's fast. He can get a grip on Quicksilver, but Quicksilver's his reactions are too much. I love that. Spider-Man grabs Quicksilver's legs, like, together. And he's just like, yeah, you slowpoke now. You know, I've got ya. And then just, like, Quicksilver just instantly just fucking rocks his jaw. Just instantly, like, poof, get off me. <laughs> we take a quick diversion from these events to visit J. Jonah Jameson in his bed, in his hospital bed, where his son, Colonel John, has decided to bring him, for whatever reason, the Daily Bugle edition that has been published without J. Jonah Jameson's like editorial, you know, he he's his brain behind it, you know, his say, his, his iron fist. I so think- he opens up the page and starts screaming. He's, uh, <laughs> Junior's looking for that fucking, that sweet paycheck, man. He wants that ticket a gone. He wants him fucking laid out, man. He's just like, oh, dad, look at this. Look, you know, after your big scare and you almost died, have a look at, oh, 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 they're saying Spider-Man's a hero. Oh, I bet, <laughs> bet you that gets the blood boiling. God, just die. Fucking die. Well, honestly, like, J. John Jameson strikes me as, like, a man whose will is just 99.9% of this goes to Richard Nixon's presidential campaign. The 0.1 goes to, like, Oh, like the Puppy Foundation or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, John's got nothing. Literally nothing. There's, 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 nothing. <laughs> there's nothing in there for John. But he opens up this newspaper. J. Jonah Jameson opens up this newspaper. Just starts screaming. He's like, what's this? What's this? And then he does like the impression of the headlock. Oh, sorry. I punched it in, in a J. Jonah Jameson rage. He really punched the mic. character, man. <laughs> he reads the headline out. Like, Bugle follows him to vindicate Spider-Man. Oh. My 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 paper doing this? Oh, 
it, it proved the, the war crawler's innocent. And and his sons are going, just take it easy, Dad. And he's like, easy? You don't know what fucking easy is? It looks like his son's literally trying to like push him back into the bed. Meanwhile, JJ's just rattling with this fucking newspaper scrunched up in his hand. He's like, ah, it's go, Jay! Go, Jay! Go, Jay! <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's saying. And Ned Leeds behind him going, I was just about to tell him how much Robbie paid for those photos. <laughs> Mate, if if like if he told if he told him how much he paid, man, JJ would like he would he would do a uh, he would do a uh, an Adrian Toomes and literally cure himself out of pure <laughs> anger. Not the doctor. Doctor will come in the next day and go, JJ, right? You you're all right until yesterday, but you have got so many tumors on the back of your head. Where have these come from? It's just pure rage. The cardiogram would literally just be fucking fizzling. <laughs> just smoking. Just like, doot, 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 doot. The fucking line <laughs> is literally like fucking breaking out of the box. And as J. Jonah Jameson screams fizzle out as we head to a new panel, Spider-Man and Quicksilver are still fighting, but Spider-Man can't land the fist on Quicksilver. And he realizes, I've got to take him down man because not only is he beating me in front of everyone he's screaming that i'm a criminal it's, it's, it's not good um not good publicity on, to, on top of that not only is he making spider-man look like an absolute fucking fool he's making him dizzy he's running literally running circles around him yeah that, so this is the next move is quicksilver realizes you know Oh, he's really strong. I've got to wear him down. So he starts sprinting around him in a circle like this little tornado. And Spider-Man just puts his head in his hands and starts like looking at the floor. <laughs> mate, mate, taking I, away I, his breath. I fucking I sympathize with Spider-Man at this point, man. Like when the world's spinning like that, you do just want to crawl up into a ball. It is like Spider-Man is a single dad and he has five like children. Like tugging at him, <laughs> like like wanting different things. Like one wants you to watch <laughs> like fucking magic it's, roundabout. It's just, it's just there, like with his hand, head in his hand. He's just like, ask your mother, ask your mother, ask your mother. Yeah, <laughs> in South Park. Like, how do I reach these kids? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> out. Spider Man, he has had enough. Yeah. To say the least. So how he eventually takes down Quicksilver is he just gets so angry and so, just lashes his arms out and it catch Quicksilver mid sprint and just knocks him <laughs> straight out. Wait, he just clotheslines him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's fantastic. <laughs> As Quicksilver drops to the floor, the police turn up saying you know, stay where you are. I want you. We want you and Quicksilver. And Spider-Man realizes, oh, okay. They're going to shoot me here on the spot if I run. But if I pick up Quicksilver's body, they're not going to shoot at me. Look, look here, White Locks, man. I don't like you. You don't like me. But have you ever heard the term meat shield? Well, you know, Quicksilver's unconscious. He's not consenting to this. He's, <laughs> it's, he's out. It's continuing with the clothesline, <laughs> clothesline reference because <laughs> you know, you know, you know, um, John Travolta 
when he's uh, that gif of him looking about in Pulp Fiction when he's holding his, yeah. he's holding his coat under, underneath his arm and it's holding yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man is holding Quicksilver like that coat <laughs> like <laughs> Quicksilver's literally just folded on his arm <laughs> Spider-Man takes to the, the rooftop and he's saying oh, well see you later cops you could, you, you're not going to shoot me because uh, I'm carrying Quicksilver and they're like oh we've got to we've got to stop him oh, we'll, we'll stop him but first coffee and donuts time with cops We'll give, him, uh, we'll give him five minutes. <laughs> they don't actually say that, but they don't come for him. Well, just two seconds ago, they said that they wanted Quicksilver as well. So why not? Why not, why not gonna... just unload? <laughs> well, Spider-Man takes Quicksilver to the rooftop and Quicksilver comes to his senses and he's like giving it, like Spider-Man the honour, like the warrior's code. Like saying, "Oh, you have you you have beaten me in single combat." Like he's on his knee, going, "My life is yours. I'm nothing compared to you, mate." How easy would it be for Spider-Man to just kick him in the chops now, send him back to Earth? <laughs> Quicksilver's giving all this honourable speech, saying, "You know, you you may have slain me where I stood, but you did not. So I will, I will no longer have to test myself against you. My, you, I'm nothing compared to you." Spider-Man just says, "Ah, oh, groovy," and goes. <laughs> <laughs> Two tick scene. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. And Quicksilver's just like, oh. And Spider's like, great day. My luck is changing at last. I've just, you know, taken down a superhero. I've, uh, I've got money in the pot. I've got money in the bank. Everything's going well. Maybe this is the calm before the storm. But fuck that. I'm Spider Man, and off he goes into the sunset, Brad. And that is the end of the comic. See, you can tell that Pete's in a good mood because he's just like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Like, yeah, like this guy, he's this guy's bowing before and going, you know, oh, you you have matched me and you have bested me in single like, combat. My life is even, nothing to you. Doesn't even give him a quip. He's just like like sound, <laughs> groovy, bro. <laughs> like no, no, nothing else. Literally, just like, well, that happened. Bye. Just a man, <laughs> man, come out of nowhere to fight him, and he's just like two thumbs up, sound. <laughs> Got a skidoo. <laughs> Got shit to do, mate. That shows you how good his mental state is at the end, because usually there's something going on. It's like, Mate, see how, you later, pal. How, how many zeros do you reckon we're on that check, man? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon usually got about $150 a photo. I reckon Robertson signed off on a full grand. Oh, yeah, yeah. At least a bag. It'll be very funny in the next issue of the first first panel and I've not read it for the first panel it's just him like searching for the check lock slapping his pockets <laughs> and it's falling out <laughs> and Quicksilver's bought Scarlet Witch and Toad a fucking like new car <laughs> to go on a road trip no it wouldn't be new you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't have Toad in a new car man you'd at least <laughs> you'd have to put a blanket down first <laughs> like, like a dog in the boot <laughs> like Good luck. I hope you don't die in here. <laughs> oh, what did you say? And just slam the lid. No, it's just, it's just like, it's just like, jokes on you because I actually like being suffocated. <laughs> I must say, this isn't a speech impediment he's got. His mouth is full of spit. I think that, that's the deal. I just assumed he had an absolutely humongous tongue. <laughs> it does have some reach, that tongue. It does. Oh, I don't want to think about it. Imagine, imagine piling six foot of tongue in your mouth. <laughs> He's got to be every night. He has to sleep on his side, like just in case he swallows his own tongue. <laughs> oh, 
and uh, <laughs> and that is and a kind of an abrupt end to a fantastically <laughs> that's a beautiful issue just so good I don't know whether it was a good issue or whether the tangents I think made. it's the ones we enjoy the most just these random ass shitty ones not shitty it's just where it, like they didn't need to do it but it's so good it's beautiful like, this doesn't really advance much plot well, in the, the big picture the, 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 the takeaway from this is Spider-Man and Quicksilver now have history um, the tablet is now in George Stacy's hands and Spider-Man no longer needs to worry about money for at least a little while. <laughs> well, hopefully that check's still in his pocket. But Brad, that, that's the end of the issue, man. Any any sign-off from you? Um, Tip your waitresses. No, no. The, <laughs> the, the sign-off from me is going to be what I said earlier about if you do have any issues going on in your life, just take a moment. Just take a moment for you. Reorganize, rethink, revitalize, man. Don't be like Quicksilver and rush into things. Because I'm not even joking. He did. He did rush into. Oh, it. He legitimately. Like, he, there was no patience. Just because you're fast, you don't need to rush. No, no, not at all. What's what's that? Um, that saying? Less haste, more speed. Yeah, and he's got too much. He's got full throttle on both. Got the haste ha- and speed are the same things. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if haste and speed are the same things, but he's got he's got them all rammed up to eleven, mate. <laughs> man, yeah. man's that geezer at the gym that's like took that fucking the treadmill on the highest setting, and you know he doesn't put that emergency clip on. <laughs> you know he's he's like, if I die, I die. If I fall off this treadmill, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to take my face off because I'd die from embarrassment anywhere. Yeah, Oops. Oh, that, nice. That guy. It's been a special episode. It's a return. Issue 71 in the bag. You can find us at Spidey Podcast. I've been James. That's Brad. And we'd love to, we'll love we we'll see you soon, hopefully uh, <laughs> quicker than uh, that last time. But we'll be back with issue 72. So enjoy the pure silence. <laughs> enjoy the, the weeks and weeks of silence that will surely follow this episode. And we'll see you very, very soon with more Spider-Man. Goodbye. Peace.